0: episode 32
1: 32
0: i'm forrest hall i am here with we are real church matters where we talk about real church matters because
1: real church Church matters
0: Matters. uh of course always little housekeeping you can go on realchurchmatters.com you done sniffling (laughs) realchurchmatters.com from there, you can see the podcast from there. You can go to iTunes, search Real Church Matters, subscribe. You can go to SoundCloud. You can like it, repost it, share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of which we are on as well. You can see a link to those things in the website as well. Uh, friend us, spread the word. There's also a link to one of my favorite blogs, Go Do Likewise.
1: Yes you can go to likewiselife.com to read any of my old articles um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at go do likewise you can also purchase um, any of my merchandise as well as any of Real Church Matters merchandise at um, realchurchmatters.com as well there'll be a tab that says shop and you guys can look and yeah cool Christian apparel
0: tons of Real Church merchandise
1: merchandise
0: um (laughs) Yeah, so there's a shirt that says Hashtag Eternal Life Goals I like that Hopefully Mars. somebody else will like that Antoinette has has uh, hats now to say yeah. what?
1: Self-control
0: Self-control She's, uh, But it's
1: spelled control
0: like the control key Look at that yeah. Amazing That's God right there <laughs> So uh, please, by all means If you want to wear your faith on your sleeve Oh, Yes. Yeah. taking that one <laughs> You want to wear your faith on your sleeve we just want to give you opportunity to do that
1: and if you want to support us you can go to patreon.com forward slash real church matters you can donate as low as a dollar per month and we would greatly appreciate it
0: yeah and those who donate at the very least a dollar or more you get access to a little more matters which is becoming a favorite of mine <laughs> because we kind of continue to podcast
1: yeah we let our hair down we we
0: Yeah, we start the conversation here, but we finish it over at Little More Matters. Um, And we would love for you to be a part of that. You Also, if you give $10 or more, you get a Real Church Matters podcast t-shirt. That's not the one with the hashtag eternal life goals. It's the one with the podcast logo, but it's still cool. Uh, Please, by all means, when you get your t-shirt, take a picture. Share it on Facebook. We would love to, you know... See those up on the um, social media. Yeah, take like pictures and
1: everything. And then for those who don't know, I, I might rush through it too much, but Patreon is spelled P A T R E O N dot com, and that's forward slash Real Church Matters.
0: So the slash just leaning forward like Michael Jackson, <laughs> and that's after that realchurchmatters.com. dot com. See, I probably messed it up because now you're gonna think of Michael probably guy. gonna put forward slash Michael Jackson.
2: Yes. Patreon. Yeah, we no. Can't so
0: yeah, there's that. Episode thirty-two. What are we talking about today?
1: You didn't do our slogan. We did. No, the whole obedience.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So we thank you guys for all the 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 sharing and all the the listening and, of course,
1: donations.
0: Even though it's obedience over audience, since we have an audience.
1: Let's get to. Let's
0: get to the word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I felt so icky. I know I like it
1: though.
0: So we're talking about letting the word grow in you. Mm. And one of the things that's been concerning me is that, you know, as far as with my life, I have heard a lot of word. I've heard a lot of preaching. I've heard it in church. I've heard it out of church. I have logged countless hours at the kitchen table with my mother. I've logged tons of church hours, Sundays. If
1: you literally add up the two hours... A Sunday that you spend throughout your lifetime its probably... Yeah, if you
0: grew up in church, yeah. yeah. But if you take the the double services, yeah. the revivals, <laughs> the church conferences, you take the Tuesday services, the Wednesdays, some people got the watch night services, you, you didn't listen to so much word. That's, that's, that's not even word. counting for the messages you've heard online.
1: Listening to podcasts. Listening
0: to podcasts. The uh, various clips that you see on your social media. Yeah. You've heard so much truth that honestly I think we forget what that truth is supposed to do to us and what it should produce in us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think we missed that. And so I wanted to just take a step back, and and just pause at week 32 and say, you've heard so much, Yeah. what do you have to show for it? And what should you show for it? Because a lot of times we put stuff in. You put gas in your car. Your car better be able to what? Drive. Drive. If your car is not driving and you put gas in it, you know there's something wrong. Maybe it was bad gas. Whatever it is, you're going to be questioning what you put in because you're going to be expecting to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. You, you, everything that we do, we're expecting to get something out of it. Everything we give to somebody, we're expecting to get something out of it. Even if you say, well, I gave them money. I don't expect it back. You got something out of it. We mm-hmm. all are looking for this causality in our lives. We're looking to do something and have it return some type of level of that investment. Mm-hmm. And when we don't see that, we're concerned. We're frustrated. So how do you feel God feels? Mm-hmm when he is finding ways to get the word to you. Yeah. He's organizing and maneuvering things in your life to get this opportunities for you to hear the word. I know for my family he moved us all the way from Baltimore to put us in the place that we're at so that we can hear the word. He didn't have us to hear the word just so we can just hear the word. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to do something to us. It was supposed to put produce something through us. Mm-hmm. And, and because that's not always the case, we need to stop for a second and say, "What is Word done for you?
1: Yeah, especially when you think of the Bible being called the living Word. It's like it's supposed to be alive. It's supposed to produce us uh, actual like products. Yeah. And when you don't see it, it's like, yeah. What what went wrong?
0: When we talk about tumors, there's a malignant tumor and there's a benign tumor. Mm-hmm. The benign tumor is dormant. It's not alive, so it's not metastasizing. It's not spreading throughout the bi- mm-hmm. body. But when you have this malignant tumor... It's producing, it's living, and it's growing, not in a good way because it's metastasizing throughout your body Mm -hmm. and causing you to be sick. You're becoming overwhelmed. Anything that is living is growing, and if you have the living word in you, it should be growing in you. But if you have benign word in you, it's not growing. Mm -hmm. But since we know the word is never benign, Mm -hmm. what is? What is preventing
1: that growth
0: That growth in your life? We don't deal in a word. It says this word never returns back void. Yeah. There is no such thing as a a message that didn't help you. Yeah. You can't say, you know, pastor was preaching, but it wasn't for me.
2: It don't you, work like on that. You
0: can't say, I, I can't go to that church. I'm not growing there. You can't say that because God has always made ways for you to hear the word. May not have been the best word. May not have been the best articulated word. Yeah. May not have been exegeted in the <laughs> most specific yeah. and precise and maybe way. Maybe you had
1: to suss through some other junk to even get it. But right. Yeah.
0: But the but the the problem is is that you still heard word nonetheless, yep. and the word you heard should have produced something in you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Something. Something. So what? That's the question. So the the, the scripture, I just want to hold on to one scripture today is Mark chapter 4, verse 18, where Jesus is talking about the different types of soil and seeds. And he says in verse 18 of Mark chapter 4, still others are like the seeds sown among the thorns. Mm. They hear the word, but the cares of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire for other things come and choke the word,
2: mm.
0: and it becomes unfruitful. So let's real quick let's lot. break that down because <laughs> that's a lot. Number one, seed. What is seed? Seed is the word. Mm-hmm. Number two, what is thorns? Thorns are the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire of other things. But we're gonna sum all of those things up into one word: cares. Mm-hmm. He says, we hear the word, we receive the seed, we hear the word, but the cares of this life, they choke the word, mm. causing it to become unfruitful. And what does that mean? That means that even though we've heard this word and received it in our heart, we've received it amidst cares that prevent the word from becoming obedience in our life. Mm. So basically what I'm saying is is that the word that we hear has a mechanism that it should uh, cause in us, and that's obedience. I don't hear the word so I can believe it. I hear the word so I might believe it and do it. The word isn't here to make me feel better. The word isn't here to make me happy. The word is here to make me obedient.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It is instructions. It is very instructional. You don't go to school to learn and not be able to do. That means something's wrong. Yeah. We are going to school to learn how to do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to do, you did not learn.
1: Yeah. And then it's like we're not hearing this word to get what we want either. Like cuz I feel like people <laughs> take it that way too. Like yeah. you hear the word to
0: you're not your
1: the, the desires <laughs> of your heart.
0: You're not hearing the word to get what you want. You're hearing the word to give God what He wants. Yeah, that's what you're doing. At the end of the day, that's not what's happening. No. Why is that not what's happening? Because that beautiful seed of the Word, this this thing that it says it it can't not produce a fruit.
1: Mm-hmm. It can't not. <laughs> it
0: can't not produce a fruit
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, when it goes into your mind, which is consumed with cares. Mm-hmm. It's being choked.
1: Yeah. And even when you think about it, it's all this it's this whole insular process like it's all happening all in the mind all in the mind. Yeah. The
0: mind is the soil mm-hmm. that's the place in which the seed goes. I like, like I told you, I got tons of word in, tons of seed poured in, and no fruit being produced, no obedience mm-hmm. no faith mm-hmm. because i I care too much. And the Bible has a remedy to that. He told us to cast our cares oh, him. on him. Yep. He says, cast every anxiety in some translations on him. It didn't tell me to cast it over to the side. It didn't tell me to throw it in the trash. It didn't tell me to cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. It told me to cast it on mm-hmm. him That's right. because he cares for you. Mm-hmm. His care is for you, your care is for all of th- this mess? That doesn't make sense. Let the person who cares for you care about you. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. And since we're not doing that, the word that is sown among cares can't grow. For those of you who have been frustrated with church, for those of you who feel like you've been praying, you've been reading the word, You feel like you've been going to the Bible studies. You didn't gave it all your all. Now, mind you, you've been sinning and doing what you want to do for the last 20, 30, 40 years of your life. You
1: gave it your all for a week.
0: (laughs) You gave God your all for six months. You you made it through the summer. You know what I mean? You made it through the spring. You know what I mean? But you said it's not working. Now, mind you, you was doing stuff in your own way, clearly saying it's not working. But saying, I'll do better next time.
1: I always wonder when people say this, like, what are you looking for out of this? Like, what exactly is this end result you're trying to get to?
0: Yeah. I think that's that's another weird thing is that when we talk about praying and reading and and serving God, we think that it's the act of those things that please God. Mm -hmm. But those things are to take you To what pleases God, which is obedience. obedience. I pray so I can hear a voice guide me to obedience.
1: Yeah. Because if that's the case, church would be enough. Going to church and worshiping God and listening to a sermon, you could leave it there and that would be enough.
0: The church is here to build your belief so that you might hear the word and the word might meet that faith and produce obedience in your life. Mm -hmm. But you go to church with cares. Here, word met with faith and cares, because I'm not saying you don't have faith. What I'm saying is, is that your faith is mixed with cares, and so it takes in the word and chokes it. Yeah. It neutralizes it. It turns God's all-powerful, all-living faith, word, into benign, voided word.
1: And then especially when he says the cares of this life, he gave it like this whole broad, he's saying anything that you care about anything that has to you do with this about. life. Yeah,
0: Think about all Which the is a cares lot. we have. <laughs> From the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep, you are caring about things that are choking the very word out of your life. It's hard for you to believe when you care. It's hard for you to obey when you care. Even if you try to, you can't really, because even when you are, you're still not in it with your whole heart genuinely, sincerely, because you care.
1: Yeah, and it's weird, because it's like you wake up with the smallest of cares, and it just gets bigger and bigger as the day goes on. Like, you wake up like, how am I going to get to work, or... You know, I don't even feel like going to work. And then it just, uh, how is my mother going to pay for it? Like, it just progresses throughout the day. And
0: Absolutely. Because this is what I love about this idea of the thorns choke the word. Mm-hmm. And so I went and read about it. And literally, they were talking about a, a type of thorn, a briar, mm-hmm. a thorn briar, that this bush that would grow so rapidly and it would overwhelm the garden. Mm-hmm. It would overwhelm. The, the crops. It would choke out all the seed. This is what Jesus was, re- was using in a parable to identify with people who knew that problem very well. Mm-hmm. They knew what it was like to go outside and in a matter of a week, see their crops destroyed because of this briar of thorns that grows so quickly, just as quickly as you said, mm-hmm. a little care grows into this thing that just overwhelms your mind. And it's hard for you to see past it. Yeah. Literally in a way that it's hard for the seed to grow past it. Sure. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. And so what I went and I read and I looked up about this stuff, and uh there was a person who was writing about this this uh these particular rose bushes, these these thorny bushes, and it says my backyard is being devoured by a silent but aggressive invader. Mm. And I, honestly, our cares are this silent but aggressive invader. Sure. We're sitting there, we we talking about the devil. <laughs> We're talking about the world. We're talking about all of these things that are loud and in our face and repugnant and Missing very out. clear. Yeah. There are very clear and present danger. Yeah. But there's a silent and aggressive yes. invader that isn't so clear isn't so present and isn't so much seen as danger yes. but it is the silent but aggressive invader of our minds.
1: Yep. even when you think of the phrase devils in the details like it's, it's the small things that that trample
0: us It's the small cares yep. And he says this silent but aggressive invader called the multiflora rose. it says this thorny perennial shrub, is an Asian import with arching green stems called canes that can reach 10 to 15 feet long. It advances across open ground at an alarming rate. The cares of your life are advancing in your mind at an alarming rate. The minute you wake up, you go from a little happy to not so happy to not happy at all, to sad, (laughs) to depressed, to grabbing your bottle of volume. And taking some pills. Yep. All because you can't connect with cares. You have missed the last 10 services at church because of your cares. Mm. You haven't opened your Bible at home because of your cares. You read the Bible and get frustrated because of your cares. You listen to sermons and you try to connect, but you can't because of your cares. The plants are, when left unattended, mm. And remember that. It says when these plants are left unattended, it says they can take over your whole yard.
1: Mm. And that's so deep because when you think of you let the word in, but you don't do anything with it, that's that's what causes the cares to choke it up. You have to
0: cultivate and care for the word. You can't leave the cares of this world unattended. If you don't deal with the weeds and the thorns, they will overwhelm your yard. If you don't deal with the cares, if you leave them unattended, they will take over your mind. Doesn't matter how much seed you put in. Yep. So a lot of y'all are just so proud that you're putting in so much seed. You tell me, I didn't listen to all the podcasts three times. So you didn't listen to this stuff, uh, if I'm doing the math right, 93 times. <laughs> You didn't listen to the podcast 93 times, but you don't have one ounce of fruit. It's not because you're not getting word in. It's because the word is not allowed to grow in you. And that's because of your cares. It's not because of the devil. It's not because of your friends. It's not because you don't want to put the liquor down. It's not because you're smoking. It's because of your cares. The word will do the work. If you just get a space for the word to work, the word will work if you make a place for it to work in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I believe that. He says, the plant's growth allows it to leapfrog across open spaces when a cane tip touches the ground. That's what these things are called canes. The stems are called canes. It says when it touches the ground, it can root there. And send up another cane wow. that's what you were saying this it's interesting these are called canes mm-hmm. and we talking about cares <laughs> he said when when one care touches your mind mm. it can root there and spring up another care it does yep
1: that's exactly what it feels
0: like yep come on now this stuff fit too it fit too good <laughs> it fit too good it's like wearing a custom suit and you just like mm, this ain't no off the rack salvation <laughs> 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 this ain't no off the rack salvation. This this thing is fitting, yeah. right? This botanical juggernaut climbs over anything in its way. Mm. That's why you can't play with cares, because it, it laughs at your word. Mm. It laughs at your word. You 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 throwing the tongues out. You hikamassaien. You hakuna matata. You mama say mama makusa, You doing all of that. And it laughs at your tongues. (laughs) It laughs at your word. It laughs at your fake exegeting. It laughs at your 30-second memes Mm -hmm. from Sarah Jakes. It laughs at your 90-second memes from Stephen Furtick. It laughs at your 59 minutes of podcasts from Forrest and Antoinette. (laughs) It laughs at those things because it knows how to choke it. It knows how to grab it by the neck and choke the life out of it. Because you play with it.
2: Mm.
0: This botanical juggernaut climbs over anything in its way, creating impenetrable thickets Thickets. of thorns up to 10 feet high. Wow. It creates hedges. Mm. It creates walls.
1: Mm. And then seeds can't even get in no more after that.
0: Oh, no, that's, See, that's, that's seeds can't thing. get in.
1: Wow.
0: Nothing can get in. Yeah. And
1: that will, when people abandon their faith, that's, that's what it comes to. It's no or use. Or their hearts are hardened, even I tr-
0: that. I tried, God. He don't work. God works. I was talking to somebody, and I was telling them, you know, about the word, and they was like, it don't work, bro. God works. He ain't weak. God is all-powerful. His word works, but it can't work in you because something's already working in you. And it's not the devil. It's your cares. It's your cares. Proverbs 22 and 5 says, thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. The perverse is not the people you see on to catch a predator. (laughs) The the perverse is not the people you see on Law and Order SVU. Mm -hmm. The perverse is the person who is not walking circumspectly, Mm -hmm. who is not walking the straight path, Mm -hmm. who is not walking the narrow way. When we are deviating, creating detours in our life, Mm. when we are focused on things outside of God, when we aren't looking to the hills, but we're looking to the neighbor next door. When we aren't looking to the hills, but we're looking at this window of the store over there. When We're not looking to the hills, but we're looking at our bank account or the bills on our table or the woman who has a man over there or the man who has a woman over there or the girl who has a dog that you wish you had. It can be oh, as, as stupid, yeah. as insignificant, yeah. as small. Mm-hmm. As the person who has the car, you're not looking to the hills, you're looking to the hills of Beverly Hills. You're not looking to the hills, you look into the butts yep. and the boobs she got
1: the body you want he got the the girl you, like it just it, it never goes ends
0: on and on it never stops but because you've perverted your eyes mm-hmm. because you've perverted your way you ain't got nothing in your life but thorns and snares mm-hmm. what are thorns thorns represent two different things in the bible thorns even represent an affliction mm-hmm. Or thorns represent a distraction. you either talking about cares or you're talking about afflictions, pains, or distractions. And he says, you either have thorns or snares, snares or traps, temptations. He said, this person has only that in their way. <laughs> and when a person has those things in their way, God can't have his way. Nope. When thorns and snares. because every step
1: they take, they take is, is is They're just going into these distractions that you're talking about. They're walking into these traps. That that's all that. That's all they can go. That's
0: all. That's all you see around you. Yeah, and you frustrated because mm-hmm. you like you know I need God to help me. It's just so much around me. If it's so much around you, tell it move. Get out the way you can do. <laughs> you have to say that we we dictate mm-hmm. what is in our peripheral what is around us yes. he says if you walk in the straight way, these thorns and snares are not in your way
2: sorry
0: he said, but if you are walking in the way of the perverse, you're not on the path that was laid mm. you on the you off road mm. you off road, you know what I'm saying yeah. somebody going through the woods and you're like what You don't even know what's out here, and you're like, I know, but I'm 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 starting a new path. I'm making a new way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody been here before. This me. This is. I'm I'm not a follower. Mm -hmm. I'm a leader. I'm a frontiersman. I'm a forerunner. I'm a trailblazer. I know. I know you are. I know you're unique. I know you you different. I know you're not like everybody else. I know you're a, a, you not going to get manipulated and brainwashed by the gospel. I get that. I know. It's cute. But at the end of the day, while you're not being brainwashed, you are being washed. <laughs> yep. You just washed. I'd rather be brainwashed than washed.
1: Mm-hmm. You used to tell me that all the time cuz I used to be like this church stuff. Do you just trying to brainwash me? <laughs> and you were like, uh, would you rather be brainwashed by the
0: world or Cuz either way you being brainwashed. Yeah, that's what people That's fail the frustrating to thing. It's like people always are putting themselves in a position where they are talking about You know what? Let me tell you this. You know, you you guys at church, you don't think for yourselves. I'm thinking for myself. No, not, you are being really. influenced just like I'm being influenced. Yep. And I don't like when church people try to act like we're not being brainwashed.
1: Yeah, let's let's be real. We are, but we're doing it for a greater purpose.
0: I'm being brainwashed. It's just holy water. Do <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Right. I'm being manipulated. It's just from a God instead of a man. That's right. Why would I let a man control my life mm-hmm. when I can let a God control my life? That's right. Well, you let a man because you let the past. The pastor is here to guide me into truth. That's if he tries to guide me in anything else, I'm not following him into the thorns and the snares.
1: That's
0: hard. I walk past many of pastors, cotton thorns on my narrow way. Mm-hmm. All I gotta do is look to the left and the right. Help me, brother. <laughs> I didn't got caught in sexual sins. Yeah, yeah. Should let your pee-pee alone. Stop worrying about the cares of the pee-pee and start worrying about God's cares. Mm -hmm. Look to your left and right on this narrow way. You're going to see tons of people who started out talking about Jesus as their husband until they found a side piece. You smell me? How no, many, it's true. How many people you know say God, Jesus, they, they in love with Jesus, they a Christian, but de- it devote and invest more time into the cares of this life yep. than God?
1: They treat God like a consolation prize, and yeah. You know. This is plan B. My kids. I ain't get this,
0: so. I got to tend to my kids. Why would God give me kids? if he, he gave you kids to raise them up in the admonition of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not to make sure their jumper was good. He didn't do that. That's not what he's here for. You think all this stuff matters until it disappears, Mm -hmm. like vapor, until it's gone. Come on, guys. We invest so much time in things that will produce nothing. Nothing. You You got your kid going to every football practice, and he won't make it to the AFL, the CFL, or the NFL. It's a lot of kids like that. How many grown men you know playing flag football? (laughs) I know a
1: lot. Too many.
0: Holding on to dreams of something. I I know I was supposed to be something. Where you at? Where you playing at? Oh, I'm in semi pro league. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you in semi? Because I know this was supposed. This is my dream. No. What you know is that you invested so much time in something. You can't even. It's sobering to you to know that you could put so much time into something that produced nothing. Yeah. There's people in the NFL who ain't start playing football till they was in college. That, <laughs> yeah. That'll show you that God run this thing. You got your, you got your five-year-old shooting jumpers all night. <laughs> and somebody who just woke up one day in college, started playing, is in the NBA. Yeah. God run this thing. Not you. You don't dictate, oh, I'm, I'm doing this. You can do whatever you want and think that that produces a fruit in your life and it won't because it's a care of this life. You don't care what God thinks about your life, what he has ordained for your life. If you honor and walk in the way of God, you don't have to work three times as hard for something that God has already put and endured, ordained in your life.
1: People don't want to hear that, though. It it, it takes too much out of their hands. eh? People don't like that out-of-control feeling. You'll
0: save tuition. You'll save poor kids out here selling waters and candy. Uh, They doing everything but selling their bodies for some uniforms and some helmets. It's true. And God already ordained their path. He already wrote their story. And you got parents teaching them to honor these cares more than honor God. Come on now. Come on now. He said, he who guards himself will be far from them. We're supposed to guard our heart from these cares. Mm-hmm. That's what you're guarding your heart from. I hear people all the time like, you know, I, I'm just guarding my heart. I'm being careful who I'm around. Forget who you're around and start thinking about what you let in your mind. Yep. It's not the things that are peripherally around you; it's the things that are internally within you that are preventing the word from producing in your life.
1: Yes, you talk about how you—I I know tons of girls—they talk about how they're not dating and stuff because they're their heart. But all you do is listen to the romance music, all you do is read books about love and all that stuff. It's like, but you still filling your mind with all that stuff. It's you like, think
0: God <laughs> pleased because no one's there, but it's still your care.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah.
0: No one's there, but it's still your care. So the words not
1: there. Here.
2: Oh, I can't
0: use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could. You could. I, I, yeah, that, yeah. You just all right. <laughs> you must me up. But that—that's the powerful thing about it is that we are in a position where we can start to help people see in a better way. Mm-hmm. I don't want you thinking that it's all God care about is you not having sex. See God, I'm being if it so. Was only I'm that being simple. so good. My legs are closed. my hymen is intact.
1: Jesus.
0: Come on now we, God don't care about your hymen being intact. He cares about your mind being intact. Look flip it this way. He don't care about your hymen being attacked. He cares about <laughs> your mind being attacked. We don't care whether you talking we about... We ain't putting
1: that one on the promo. Come on
0: now. You worry about your high men, and so you saying, by men. But God is saying, <laughs> why men? Why not me? <laughs> <laughs> that's That's the one.
1: I mean... <laughs> It's for a particular audience. It's, it is. It's, it's very niche. Because I'm not really, it don't matter once you're already. Like. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so it's for, it, it, I don't know how was, much of our audience is like this. it's Is
0: virgins? I don't know. But that, that was that was for the virgins out there. For the virgins out there. There you go. For those of you who are, who are proud that you are keeping your chastity.
1: Mm.
0: Shout out to chastity. But for those of you who are keeping yourselves and being virtuous, do you get what I'm saying? For those of you who are doing that, don't think that the virtue is in the lack of doing the do. Mm-hmm. The virtue is in the what you care about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the use of not doing it if you care about it? It's true. It's consumed you.
1: Same thing with money.
0: It's like it's the same thing. It
1: works. What's the
0: use in giving tithes if your mind can't get off of money? If you care. So much about money. you actually giving tithes because of your cares. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Cares are the thorns that choke the very essence of what is good and destroys it. And so even when you do it, it is benign. Mm. It's benign. The response to the word isn't just faith or belief in it, but obedience in it. Mm. Jesus said in Luke eleven twenty eight, "Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God, and keep it." <laughs> Come on, guys. We're not talking about you just hearing the word of God. Jesus said it out of His own mouth. He said, "Blessed is the person who hears the word
1: and keeps
0: it, and keeps it, does it, obeys it."
1: Yeah, that even make me think of when He talk about hiding the word in our hearts, so we might not sin against Him. It's like it's so. It's so deep in there that it can't be attacked by these thorns and yeah.
0: stuff. That's, it, it, it's to the point, that where we have to realize the word produces nothing but hearers that believe and do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So if the word is not producing that in you, it's not because of the seed. It's because of where the seed was sown. Mm-hmm. The word was heard, but it entered a mind that was full of cares. Overrun by this aggressive invader that overwhelms every part of the mind and prevents the word from producing belief and obedience in your life. Matthew 13 and 7, he says, the seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Mm-hmm. Remember, we said these thorns grow up to 10 feet tall. Yeah. They grew up and choked it. Choke In this context of the word, you know, when we talk about the Greek and the Hebrew, when you look up these true meanings of the word, it means to choke utterly, to crowd upon something. It is choking it because it's joined with it. What are we saying? It's entangled mm. with it. These thorns entangle themselves in the word. Even when you speak in scriptures, even when you praying, even when you trying to go to church, it's all entangled in with your cares. Yeah. And so that's why we have this this weird gospel right now yeah. where the pastors are preaching word mixed with cares. We have prayers that are mixed with cares. We have uh, interpretations of scripture that are mixed with cares. Cares. We have giving that is mixed with cares. cares. It doesn't matter if it's 10%, 90%, 100%. It is void because it's mixed with cares. cares. Or the even cares.
1: love. When we try to love people, oh it's, it's mixed in cares. Oh, my it's, goodness. It's,
0: You're talking about you showing the love of God, but it's mixed with cares. cares. Yep. You care about whether people like you or not. Mm-hmm. You care whether people uh, uh, see you a certain way. You care what they think about you. You're not hugging them because you you care about what God thinks. you hugging them because you care what you think. Mm-hmm. You care what they think. You care what your mama think. What your daddy think? Come on, guys. You're not living according to the word. You're not following these things out of sheer obedience. You're following it out of sheer cares. Yep.
1: And those two can't mix. It, it just can't. Chokes this, the word. It, it does. And it, it makes confusion. I feel like that's where you get these double-minded people. And even positions I've been in before, it's just like you know the truth and the seed is there, but it's just mangled in so much Cares and confu- it just makes confusion, and you just, just makes confusion. Be done with all
0: of it. <laughs> it's where that's where we have the churches we have now. Yeah, this is where we have the churches who are uh, caught up in the politics,
2: mm-hmm.
0: who are shouting about homosexuality, who are shouting about stem cells, who are shouting about. Uh, the war and climate change and creationist and creationism and the Nashville statement or the Baltimore statement or the racism or the crime or Trump, all of this is cares. It's all cares. The Bible says that we shouldn't even engage in vain, useless jangling and babbling. Mm -hmm. He says it produces nothing but division. Why? Why? Because it's thorns. It's thorns. It's interesting to me that they put a crown of thorns on Jesus' head. Mm. Because literally, when you have cares, you are like wearing a crown of thorns. thorns. And it's interesting, Antoinette, because he said, "Cash your cares on me. me." He wants them. He wants you to put them on him. He wants you to lay them right on his head Mm -hmm. so that you no longer are bound by those thorns. So you're no longer entangled with those thorns. He didn't say leave them on anybody else. He said put them on him.
1: And when he's talking about casting them on him, he's like you have to, number one, acknowledge that they are cares. You got to acknowledge this stuff. You can't just overlook it like I don't really care and, you know, you have to— acknowledge it and cast it on
0: him he wants you to handle your cares with care <laughs> and put them on him
2: mm-hmm.
0: he don't want you to act like these things don't exist he don't want you to ignore them nope. he wants you to deal with them because they deserve to be dealt with yep. it says in timothy second timothy two and four it says no man that woreth all of y'all talk about you wrestle not against flesh and blood, that you are a, lo- a soldier in the Lord's army. Ten hut, I know. Yeah, you, you are working in the Lord's army. He said, if you're a soldier in the Lord's army and you're fighting this fight of faith, he said, you don't entangle yourself in the affairs of this life.
2: Mm.
0: Remember, he said, the cares of what? This life. Yep. That's why they thought it was a joke. And they, they laid them thorns on Jesus' head and mm-hmm. said, look at him. He can't, he can't... Look what... He got a lot on his mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to understand. He's saying we are supposed to not entangle ourselves in those thorns. Yeah.
1: Or even when you think of affairs, like an actual... Yeah. <laughs> like cheating or like just
0: the betraying issues, what... Yeah. The issues of this world. their internal affairs... We're not supposed to deal in internal affairs. Yep. Here, here, let me put it this way so I can have something to put on Instagram. <laughs> our job as believers is to be involved in eternal affairs, not internal affairs. Mm. That's our job as believers.
1: That's the next t shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says, so that you may please him who have chosen him to be a good soldier. Mm hmm. So that you may put yourself in a position to please God. No longer are you going to be caught up in the internal affairs of this life, but you will set your eyes on the straight path, that you will look to the hills, that you will focus on the word and producing obedience in your life by dealing with the eternal affairs. Mm -hmm. What's the eternal affairs? That's That's our father's business. That's our spiritual warfare. That's our fight of faith. I am here to listen to the word and find the strength in me to obey the word so that I might be pleasing to God. That's the eternal affairs. Mm -hmm. Anything else is just internal affairs and we ain't supposed to be messing with them. Luke 21, 34 says, But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down
2: Mm.
0: with dissipation and drunkenness and the cares of what life? This life. This life. He says that the day come upon you suddenly like a trap. Mm. We can't let life sneak up on us. We can't let the day that Jesus come or the day that you die come upon you like a snare or a trap. You get caught unawares when your mind is not aware of what matters most. Mm -hmm. Say that one more time. You get caught unawares when your mind is unaware of what matters most. It's true. First Corinthians chapter seven, twenty-five through thirty-five is it's an interesting passage because Paul is is talking about virgins which seems to be something we're talking <laughs> about today, to and, and, and married people. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about both of them, and he shares some insight being a man of God, one who actually teaches the Word, one who actually has been considered as an apostle, having never walked with Jesus, mm-hmm. but had a moment with the Lord on the road to Damascus. Um, he changed his life, and in that, they valued his judgment. Mm-hmm. And so right here in verse 25 of chapter 7 of 1 Corinthians, he says, Now about virgins, I have no command for the Lord, from the Lord. He said, this is nothing that God said, but I give a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. I'm telling you something that you should listen to because I know what I'm talking about.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. 26, because of the present crisis, what was the present crisis of the time? There were They were teaching the word, but they were being persecuted violently. Mm -hmm. He says this is a crisis to the church. It is not the crisis that you hear the church talking about right now. The crisis they're talking about isn't really the crisis. Homosexuals is not the crisis. You want to know what the crisis of the church is? The fact that we have set up shop in the middle of communities that are ravaged by pain and hurt and death. And we only siphon money from them and never give life to them. That's the present crisis for us, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> he says, I think it is, a good, is good for a man to remain as he is. He says, 27, are you committed to a wife? Don't seek to be divorced. Don't seek to be released. He says, are you free from commitment? Don't look for a wife. He says, I just need everybody to stay where you are. He said, stop, you're basically what he's saying is, stop the pursuit of cares. Yes. We need to stop cares where they are and focus on the present crisis. That's
2: right.
0: Because if if you're married and you're looking to be divorced, your eyes aren't to the hills. He says, if you're not married and you're looking to be married, your eyes aren't to the hills. You're you're focused on the cares of this life. He said, but if you do marry, you have not sinned. I ain't gonna be, he said, God God ain't mad. You go and marry. Even though this is a present crisis, mm-hmm. you go and marry. He says, if a, vir- a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face the troubles in this, this life. life. And I wanna spare you from this. Mm-hmm. this for, for those of you who wanna be married, it's no big deal. Go ahead, be married. He says, but I'm trying to spare you. From the troubles of this life, yeah. the things that we tend to focus on and be consumed by. He said, what I'm saying is this, guys. In verse 29, he says, is that the time is short. There's a lot going on, and we know that time is calling for a different type of believer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Our time right now is growing short. And the time right now is calling for a different type of believer, that mm-hmm. He says, it's calling for people who have wives to live as though they have none.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's calling for those who weep to be as if they do not. Yeah. Those who are joyful to be as though they weren't joyful. He says, those who make a purchase as if they were dead, broke, and had nothing. Mm-hmm. He says, and those who use the things of this world as if not dependent on them. So even though we are in the world, we are not, we we operate as if we don't need anything from the world. Yes,
1: that's that detachment you're talking yeah. about, that being detangled.
0: Removing mm-hmm. ourselves, detangling ourselves from the thorns of this world. Mm-hmm. He says, why? For this world in its present form is passing away. away. So I want you to be free from concern. Mm-hmm. That's what God wants. He wants us to be free from concern. Why do you think he said cash your cares? So you can have new cares? <laughs> no, it don't work. He said cash your cares so you can be carefree. Yes. So that you can be what? Free fruitful. to serve yeah. See, free to fruit. You can be <laughs> Free free to, free to fruit. Be free to be fruitful. You could be free to obey him. That's right. He know you're not going to obey him with a, a bunch of cares on nope. your mind. He know you're not going to be fruitful with a bunch of thorns in your heart. He's saying, "I want you to be carefree so you can be free to serve me mm-hmm. I want I mean. you to be free from concern, sister, who's listening. I want you to be free from concern, brother, who's listening,
1: yes, and you'll see like that word like resonate really when when it's detached from all this stuff, that's when the change in your life really starts to manifest,
0: yeah, yeah." He says, but the married man, the unmarried man, is concerned about the work of the Lord and how he could please the Lord. He says, the unmarried man is able to be concerned purely about how to be obedient.
2: That's
0: How to please the Lord. He says, but the married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, world how he can please his wife. Yeah.
1: his interests are divided. And his
0: interests are divided. We got to be honest with ourselves. It's not just the married folk. I I get what Paul is saying, though. Mm -hmm. When we have cares, we have a divided interest. We are divided in our thinking. Mm -hmm. We are. I can't say that I'm trying to be a good minister if I'm also trying to administer wealth in my life. (laughs) I can't do both. I can't administer help and try to administer wealth to myself. I can't do that. Mm I can't. I have to leave the cares of my health, my well-being on Jesus. That's all right. I have to cast my cares. That's all
2: right.
0: Everybody wanna know that. Oh, you doing a podcast, you know how much y'all money y'all get from that? Do y'all do ads on that? We not here. I don't worry about be provi- I am provided for. Mm-hmm. I'm good.
1: And it's interesting because it's like people think cause you don't care, that means you don't do it or you don't put energy towards it's like no it's a different way you operate when you don't care in that way I
0: have to do (laughs) these things but Paul said do them as if you don't
1: yes yep
0: he told us how to he said people be like so how you how you gonna live this life if you don't have no care no he said do them as if you don't yes be married, but live as if you weren't.
1: Yes. But even when I think of, like, when I had to quit my job, like, I, I wasn't worried about, you know, how am I going to pay next month's rent and all that stuff. That's that when you don't care in that way and you're just being obedient to God. That's... I,
0: you have a, a, a you have a singular interest, yes. not a divided one. In a, your interest is how can I please God? Yes. You heard a voice. You, we all hear this voice. We could talk about voice in other podcasts. But... Trust me, you you all who think that you don't hear no voice, you who 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 think that you're not holy enough, believe it or not, you've been listening to this voice on and off all your life. You've been inconsistently listening to it because you haven't been training your ear, your mind's ear, to hear it. You want to know twining. what your mind's ear is? Your mind's ear is the thing that allows you to hear when no one is talking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can tell you right now, say Antoinette in your head. You're going to say it and you're going to hear it not using your ears. Yep, It's your mind's ear mm-hmm. that heard it. And your mind's ear is the place that we tap into to hear the voice of God. And he's been speaking to you. Yep,
1: That's what David said. He inclined his ear. He wanted
0: to hear God. He, in, he inclined his mind to the voice of God. Sorry. Not your floppy ears. <laughs> not your dirty ears. You guess what? When you can't hear God, clearing earwax out your ear won't fix it. Mm. But clearing cares will. Sorry. Boy. Boy. Today, um, today, I'm telling you, Antuna. today, right now, I can't speak for tomorrow. But today, I'm not a baby. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> we putting away childish things today. <laughs> He said, and his interests are divided. The unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the work of the Lord. Mm. How about that? What in the world would we do if all the unmarried women were concerned about the work of the Lord? What would we do if all the married women was concerned about the work of the Lord as if they weren't married?
1: There'd be a lot of girls being guarded
0: be a lot of girls being guarded. We need these girls to be guarded, not girded. <laughs> y'all y'all are equipping these girls for a world that wants to do nothing but use them.
1: Yeah.
0: You showing them all the beauty tips.
1: I was in the store yesterday and the lady was like, she showed me this dress that was super revealing for her daughter. And she was like, Do you think she would like this? So I was like, That's a bit much. That's a bit much for an 11 year old. She's like, You really think so? But that that goes with what we're saying. Like, yeah. You, you garden her for trouble. That's you, what you garden do. her She's 11 years for old. trouble.
0: You're preparing her, you're equipping her for trouble. You are not guarding her. And what would happen if we actually were in positions to do exactly what we should be doing?
2: Mm.
0: He says, the unmarried woman or the virgin is concerned about the work of the Lord, how she can be holy in both body and and spirit. Spirit. Mm. He said, but the married woman, she is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband.
1: And most women would probably prefer that anyway, but that's a
0: whole different I'm a, conversation. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm just gonna be honest with this. The reason why God doesn't want you to be concerned with pleasing your husband is because if you are obedient to His Word, you will please Him, and everything in your life will be pleased. You, I know. Name? It's simple. Think about it this way. How many women go out their way to please a man and still find that he's dissatisfied? Tons. Let me tell you, even if you say, no, my husband, he pleased with me. Sister, you've been trying to please yourself and you're not satisfied. What make you think you know how to please your husband and make him satisfied? We just don't have it in us. That's true to satisfy anybody when all of us are insatiable he said why I don't want you spending time worried about pleasing a man thinking that's going to keep him when if he's going to be kept it's going to be the hand of God not the booty assist (laughs)
1: that's true
0: come on now your home cooking, cooking can't keep him your behind can't keep him you're catering to him, can't keep him. If he's going to be kept, it's going to be because of the hand of God. That's right. And so the person that you need to be catering to is, God. is the person whose hand that is. Mm-hmm. I ain't married, but that's a little pro tip for I'm the married I'm not guys, just so you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just going based on the Bible. I, I ain't it. even
0: married to Jesus. <laughs> uh, the, I'm not married to Jesus because the wedding day is coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Whole nother part. I am
0: betrothed to Jesus. I am uh, committed myself. I have, I have accepted his engagement. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the wedding's coming. So for those of you who said you're married to Jesus already, I'm trying to see how. I want to know how. We've committed ourselves to the Lord, but the wedding's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, the wedding's coming. You just make sure you keep yourself until the wedding night. Oh, boy, because if he comes and he finds that you promised yourself to him but gave yourself to another, then sister and brother, sister and brother, sister and brother. We're going to talk about that one day. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say that's a whole pocket. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That deserves a whole
0: pocket. But the heaven is the honeymoon, guys. The honeymoon We keep
1: saying That's another podcast <laughs> You keep going.
0: okay, Okay okay Focus Focus It says <laughs> I am saying this For your own good mm. Not to restrict you Guys We, You got to understand something Paul wasn't trying To restrict them Mm-mm. He was trying to Help them do something he, and he explained this, and I love that he explained this because you got to explain it to people because they automatically come to their own assumptions. Yeah. What you tell them, you going to tell little Antoinette she ain't going to never be married? Girls. She ain't going to never be married messing around with you? She's going to be lonely.
1: <laughs> people probably oh, dude, really they, do they, think oh, that. Come
0: on now. Come on now. Yeah.
1: Don't even know me. You
0: thinking like this, minister, you're going to be alone the rest of your life. You got somebody and you feel like nobody. So how about I just depend on the somebody who makes me feel all right?
1: I mean, yeah.
0: (laughs) How many married people you know be in your face like they ain't got nobody waiting at home for them?
1: Way too
0: many, bro, to be quite honest. I'm I'm quite all right. Answer so is quite all right. She she is quite all right. We're going to put your minds at ease. <laughs> Nobody is depriving her from destruction except for herself. She decides. And this is this is inside baseball. This is just for whoever is concerned.
1: It got to be somebody for this to be on your heart. It's somebody it, out believe
0: there. it or not, I've heard it quite a few times from quite a few people who oh, feel wow. like all of us, when oh, we're making God. these decisions, we're we're operating in this way, that we're depriving ourselves or restricting ourselves from something that's so amazing. <laughs> it, it is so amazing. It's so that
1: amazing tonight. that they're so, so uh,
0: concerned with us, too. So amazing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So amazing that they worry about where your nether regions are and not even concerned about theirs. Wow. But in order to promote proper decorum... Mm. And an undivided devotion to the Lord. He said, I'm not telling you this to restrict you, but to direct you to what it means to be a Christian, which is undivided devotion to the Lord. Mm. So that even when you're married, you live as if you're not.
1: Right.
0: Not that you don't honor your husband, but that your care is to honor God.
1: And it's undivided. It's not split. It's not like I care, you know, this you, day and you bef- get that time that h- here's day. Here's the
0: thing, guys. Before you knock it, won't you try it? Won't you try honoring God in everything that you do and watch your marriage prosper? Won't you honor God in everything you do and cast your cares on him and watch all that care power, could what, what all that caring couldn't fix? Obedience did. I'm telling you. It's always at the end of the podcast that it get good. Oh but God. I'm gonna tell you this. We're gonna finish off, cause I got some other scriptures. We're gonna finish this off over on a little more matters. If you wanna get to listen to it, just get at least give a dollar or so to the Patreon account. Patreon
1: Patreon.com
0: forward slash Real Church Matters. And you'll be able to get a link to it. We're gonna continue it over there. Episode 32 guys. And so that was fun. We out of here. We out.